Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. If only you people knew what backstage was like before and after these podcasts. I'm just letting y'all know. (laughs) (laughs) It is Sunday, May 1st. We've got, of course, the newest Moon Knight episode. It's episode five, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, before that, though, we is had it, some... Holy cow, is it? What? Was it five? Yeah, it was. So they only have one more episode left. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like I said backstage, I'm so like, I'm, I'm ready to hear what y'all have to say about this because I think it could honestly go both ways. Some other things that I want to talk about real quick before we get to, to the good stuff. To start off the show... We had a passing in the comic book artist community. Mr. Neil Adams uh, passed away at 80 when I was doing all the research and stuff like that to to find out when it first happened. There was nothing said as far as what caused it, but the man lived a awesome, fulfilled life, it seemed like. His artwork is absolutely amazing. Yeah. He was very instrumental, it seemed like, with the Green Arrow, Green Lantern run that was out years ago and the artwork that came with that, and, you know, some of the Batman stuff as well. So thank you, Neil Adams, and, uh, you know, for what you've done. We we greatly appreciate it, and you will live on forever in our short boxes and long boxes. Yes. All right, then. We won't stay too long on that. What about... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can't even get it. <laughs> There's a story that says Rob Liefeld's going to be uh, writing a book about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Not writing, drawing a book for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Foot Clan. <laughs> I, was that a joke? That had to be a joke because, like, okay, so for our listeners and people, Rob Liefeld is known to like he can't draw feet. What? He can't draw feet. Like I can show you like pieces of his artwork. He can't draw feet. They're usually just like ovals. <laughs> they're pretty bad so, yeah so was that a joke yeah. I, I like I, I assumed that was a joke <laughs> I thought it was at first as well and I'm still not convinced either way I have not found anything confirming nor denying it so this could be a rumor this could be a joke this could be legit <laughs> regardless it's funny as hell yeah <laughs> so basically it's just gonna be a, like a bunch of blobs running around like well, you can draw, can't so- draw feet they're the book line. <laughs> well, come on now. <laughs> the the funny thing, like, not only is he known for his feet, not being, well, not known for his feet, known, known for not knowing how to draw feet, he's also known for pouches. And, oh, like, yeah. pouches? Ninjas yeah. don't have pouches. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, back in the, like, the 90s, like comics when they were coming out, like everybody had pouches. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like just like bandoliers of just pouches on pouches on pouches. Like if you look at Cable, he's got like a garter belt that's just made of pouches <laughs> like around his thigh. So he and like yeah. Yelena would have gotten along. Yes. Yes. Because invest with all the pockets. Mm-hmm. The pockets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, okay, you can't draw feet, but you're going to be over the Foot Clan. And uh, you like pouches a lot. You even made a character that was called the pouch or something along those lines that was just straight up pouches. 
So, oh my lord, <laughs> I didn't know about that. It was a joke, but yeah, was it just? It's just one of those like where you ask ask for anything, and he's got it in one of his pockets, kind of thing. Like just, it, it's like Batman to the extreme. Like like <laughs> yeah. Batman has his utility belt that it, that looks very sleek, and you know it, he has just about anything, especially in the '60s TV show. <laughs> but like, yeah, Rob Liefeld, like like Richard was saying, there's like garter belts and vests and whatever else of just pouches. <laughs> Suspenders, suspenders of pouches. (laughs) Yeah, if you if you get a chance, just Google like '90s cable, and you'll see what I'm talking about. (laughs) We're going. If this is true or not, it's just it's hilarious. Either way, whether whether it's true or not, it's it's hilarious. What I do know is true though that I also think is a little funny that could also be maybe really cool is that Doctor Strange from 1978 is getting a Blu-ray release like soon. Yeah. So I've never seen it. So was anybody asking for that though? (laughs) Like, I haven't seen it either. I mean, people ask for that. Sorry, I I hadn't seen it either. But like, I was it like from what I saw like a while back, like on YouTube, somebody was talking about that, and it looks bad. Like it looks real bad. I mean, obviously because of like the limitations of special effects, but just in general, it looks bad as well. So, like, if you go back to, like, when all that stuff was pop, like, there was a live Spider-Man action TV show there for a bit. Of course, everybody knows Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk Mm -hmm. there for however long. There was also, in that Lou Ferrigno, there was a few, like, TV movies where Daredevil appeared and also Thor appeared. So, this was, like, the MCU before the MCU. Like, So Doctor Strange. You could also argue that like uh, the the original you know Batman movies were bad too. So oh yeah. yes yeah <laughs> well yeah that Batman. I didn't know how that was gonna movie. go because like everybody just yeah I didn't I didn't <laughs> know what kind of button I was gonna be pushing with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Batman was like campy. Yeah, and it like the pals, the bams, and stuff like it was supposed to be campy. Lou Ferrigno's. Hulk was supposed to be a serious TV show, like legit TV show. Oh, okay. And and so and it, I mean for its time it was, but as it just this stuff hasn't aged well. Yeah, I guess is the best way. And like the Thor that they put on there, it, he was a very comical Thor. Yeah, oh my gosh, I never saw the Daredevil. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know Daredevil because I I watched a lot of the Hulk uh, Lou Ferrigno one because it was on like one of the shows that would I would watch or something. It would you know had like old timey type shows and I loved watching it but it always ends in like a sad ending every episode and I saw the, I remember seeing the Thor one because I was like holy shit Thor that's cool but I never saw the Daredevil one that's interesting yeah I'm pretty positive he was part of like another TV movie oh so okay. I don't know I don't think it was Trial of the Hulk but for whatever reason that keeps coming to mind mm. And but I don't think it was that though I can't remember so that would make sense but yeah Daredevil was he was there Anyways, uh, so yeah, this Doctor Strange movie was actually a like pilot for a Doctor Strange TV show that they were wanting to come out with. Uh, okay, that makes sense then why it was bad. Because <laughs> pilots usually aren't great. <laughs> and and they changed a lot of things. Yeah. Like, there was no ancient one. I, the, the article from Sci-Fi had like the whole rundown on it. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty interesting article. But they changed a good bit of stuff. Like, he wasn't a surgeon. He was a psychologist. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. But uh I mean I'm sure obviously and um, yeah, I'm sure everybody guesses too that they're just trying to capitalize on the the movie coming out this Friday. So Yeah. Hoping that that'll just be like everybody wants to just see all the Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. Which like we talked about, you know, going over the trailer, but I, I don't want to go into that yet because there's something else that's just as funny, if not funnier, and that's Bad Bunny oh, <laughs> being cast as El Morto. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in his own movie. So for, first, before I get like, I got to know like at least a little bit about like what who's Bad Bunny and all this other mess. Okay, so or do I even care? Uh, to yeah, know? first off, uh, Bad Bunny, like, <laughs> I, for, I, I don't know who the fuck he is anyway to begin with, other than like he has like a weird like porn star name. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a wrestler, yeah, and he's also a musician. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I read that article you sent, but like, who who the hell has heard of Bad Bunny? And then L, <laughs> I believe it's El Muertes or whatever his his character name is. Like, who? <laughs> like, I feel like fucking. <laughs> That's my line. Yeah, like. <laughs> I feel like fucking what's his name from Guardians. I'm like when they were like, oh, he's being ca uh, casted as El Muertes, and I'm like, fucking who? <laughs> like, who? What the fuck is Sony doing? What? Who is on? Who's on some kind of like fucking coke binge, and is just throwing what? It, like what the fuck is happening over there? <laughs> like. Why even like Jesus Christ? Like they stop doing solo movies about villains, especially like at this point Z-list villains that are in <laughs> Spider-Man's comic. I believe he's in two issues by the way. Like that's it. <laughs> I guess they uh they need Elon Musk to come buy him out. So. No. God no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's apparently a Lucha Libre. I, I didn't even, I just, I saw the headline. I immediately forwarded it to you, Richard. I didn't even care to read it because <laughs> it, it it looks like our Sony Sinister Six is going to be comprised of people that nobody gives a nobody fuck about. Really cares about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, like, what the actual fuck are they doing? I just well, want... There's, it's so sinister because they're like coming out of nowhere. And just yes. It's sinister. <laughs> like the real Sinister Six is just Sony's like executive like boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm so for like anything that's good. I don't care if it's laughable at first. There's tons of movies and characters that you have gone to the screen and have been laughable at first and, and prove people wrong. So I'm I'm totally up for just about anything that anybody wants to put out, but make it good, like make it worth it, you know? Yeah, uh, I they had a solid idea of like doing something with Spider-Man characters, but that doesn't involve Spider-Man, and that was Black Cat and Silver Sable. Black Cat is a thief. Have her steal something, and like Silver Sable is hired to like hunt her down. There's your movie. Like, that would be super interesting to see. But, like, they're like, and they had something on the roster a while back about that, but then they just decided not to do it. And now they're doing Morbius and Craven, like, solo movies. And, like, the reason it doesn't work to make them part of the Sinister Six is you're making them heroes in their own movie. Like, so 
why does Spider-Man need to fight them? Why do they, like, most of them don't even know who the fuck Spider-Man is? Like, what? why? Like, uh, it's so frustrating. It's so goddamn frustrating. So do you think that we'll eventually get, like, a movie, a Sinister Six or something along those lines movie, that paints Spider-Man as the villain instead of the hero? Maybe. I don't know. I don't even want a Sinister Like, I, I don't I don't know what they're doing. I have no clue what they're doing right now. Like, other than just like I feel like someone's like snorted too much coke at Sony and <laughs> and doesn't know like he's just like yes we'll do this next. Uh, it's so it's so bizarre. That's it, El Morto. Yeah, or that's it, <laughs> Madam Web. We're gonna do a Madam Web. I have heard rumors that we are going to get a Silver Sable in the Craven movie. I've heard that a lot of, like, yeah. Chameleon. There was another character cast, apparently. Of course, Craven. Uh, so I, I've heard that, you know, a lot of things are going down as far as, like, the, the Craven movie goes. So maybe that's where we'll get our Black Cat and Silver Sable and stuff like that to maybe spin out of that. Like I said, I, if Craven's great, awesome. Like, I... I I hope that when I sit down and watch Morbius eventually, that that's good. Like, I know a lot of people say otherwise, but <laughs> I like to see stuff for myself. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I want to nerd out with y'all about this this Doctor Strange trailer, this newest trailer that's out and showing in theaters and stuff like that. And basically, it's like all about the Illuminati. It's not even about Doctor Strange. It's not even about the multiverse madness. It's not even about Wanda or America Chavez or anything along those lines. It is straight up. They say Illuminati and we get like glimpse of who is possibly in the Illuminati. And I'm going to be honest, I have straight up heard like a big rumor as to who the Illuminati is. And like they said, this is like this is com confirmation of who the Illuminati is. This this big time leaker has said it. Like this is confirmed. This is who the Illuminati is. So I'm really curious to see if they are right or not. So do y'all want to hear the list of who is supposedly on it? Yes, but just for our listeners, if you if you want to not have this spoiled, <laughs> now would be the time to um, you know tune out for a second. <laughs> well, so, so that's I mean. For me, that's real. I, I keep seeing like all the different things that gets released on YouTube stuff, whatever different trailers. But for one, I just thought it was the same thing or just like little snippets or whatever. But I also didn't really want to watch it because I'm like, well, you know, like I end up basically showing the whole movie between all these different little trailers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's, that's kind of like a little frustrating at, at, at the same time. Like, I mean, I don't want to know exactly what happens before going in to see this movie, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to, to know who who all is up there. I mean, but it I, it really doesn't ma matter if uh, Captain Marvel's not up there. So I just need to skip the movie. <laughs> uh, you're giving me mixed vibes here, Jeremy. I I can I, if it makes you feel better. I can confirm that there is a Captain Marvel up there. Yeah, uh, well, okay, <laughs> but obviously, if you confirm a Captain Marvel, that there's only one. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. So here we go. The rumor is, the supposedly confirmed rumor is, we're going to get a John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. All right? So... John Krasinski. Jim from The Office, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Not that he's going to be our MCU Mr. Fantastic, but he will be Mr. Fantastic on the Illuminati. Oh, man. He needs... Anyway, okay. So, could he venture into the MCU? I guess it's possible, but from what I know, he's just here for this. Or from what I've heard, he's just here for this. All right? The other thing I heard, I heard uh, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. That's who we've been seeing. That's a lot of people have been speculating that. That's who that is. That's blasting photon blast or whatever at Wanda. Professor Xavier in the yellow chair, the floating yellow chair. Yeah, I knew about that one. What, what does that matter? Like that is yellow chair? Yeah. Yes, it does. It, it's from the <laughs> it's from the 90s cartoon. He had a like a hovered chair and it was yellow and big and bulky. But yeah, it's it's some fan service. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. To actually see that in live action, like as a kid when you watched that show, that's what you could you couldn't like. That's what you dreamed of, of one day being able to see that in live action. Mm-hmm. So, the guy that played Black Bolt in the ABC show is coming back as Black Bolt. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> I really doubt that's real. I really do. Yeah, you can... You can I'm just telling you that. I know you can just tell me, but I'm, I'm highly doubting that's real. Like, I, I, I'm not saying it to fuck with you. I knew it was going to fuck with you, but I'm, I'm not saying it for it to fuck with you. Like, they so, I they want to be as far away from those things. I highly doubt they'll reference that. But okay, anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I feel like there's two more and I can't remember who they are now. Well, one of them's... I know, and I wanted to say this one for last, but Captain Carter. Yeah. We're going to get a live-action Captain Carter. Uh, if you've watched the thing, you've seen the shield mm-hmm. bounce around and stuff like that. And then there's another trailer where like the shield's on somebody's back or they it's on their, their arm or something and they slide around and they have like rocket boosters on their back and they start blasting forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've heard that's, we're getting a live action Captain Carter as well. So nice. I cannot think of the very, very last Mordo one. is one. Is he actually on the, the Illuminati? So. Yeah, we see that in one of the original trailers. We see that. Like I'm pretty sure Mordo is one of them. I take that back. I heard, because he's Master Mordo, it wasn't Mordo that I heard was on the Illuminati. It was... Now, this is me going off memory, so I could be completely wrong. I heard... I want to say I heard it was Clea as the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, cool. And for... (laughs) (laughs) Clea is a love interest of Doctor Strange and... She is a sorcerer as well. She's also so this was, I believe she's related to Dormammu. I think she's like Dormammu. I think you're right. I think she's really? like Dormammu's daughter or something like that. Is that was it Umar that was Dormammu's daughter? No, Umar. You said it was her sister. Uh, Clea. Is that okay? Clea's. Yeah, I know for a fact Clea is tied to the dark dimension because okay, that like she's. That's the whole, like, oh, Doctor Strange is in love with her, but, like, she has connections to his, like, arch nemesis. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, like, I'm super stoked. I saw the yellow chair, like, a, a quarter piece of it or whatever, whatever, at one twenty-fourth of it or something where his hand was <laughs> resting. And so I was like, oh, and then I saw the shield, and I, I'm, like, getting my books ready because I'm like, aha, these babies here are going to go off the chart. How disappointed, because they edit things in trailers and add things or remove things, how disappointed would you be if we don't even get a yellow chair? <laughs> <laughs> or if it's got wheels? Yeah. I'm going to be so disappointed if it's got wheels, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, if 
that's like me personally, that's going to, that is going to be extremely disappointing because mm-hmm. I feel like we've got only one good chance at this is what it feels like. I also think that it would just kind of be silly to do it in the mainstream almost. And it's an unnecessary cost. So I, and that's why I feel like this is kind of our one chance. Cause I don't feel like he's going to be in the movie long. I, I've heard yeah. rumors as to what happens to Xavier and he's like, I don't feel like any of these characters except for maybe Krasinski are going to continue on as our main characters. Yeah. I will probably so, get like the council of reeds at some point in, in the, yes. uh, in the MCU. So I imagine if anything, they'll bring Krasinski back for that. Is that kind of like a multiverse type thing as yeah. well? Yeah. Like Kang the Conqueror he ends up making a council that's just made up of all the multiverses of Reed Richards. Oh, fields of Reed. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that made me <laughs> that made me think the, in Moon Knight that made me think of the of Reed Richards, but anyway, sorry. <laughs> also like I'm disappointed because I really wanted like the guy that played Reed Richards from the last Fantastic Four movie with Michael B Jordan. I wanted him to oh, be Oh god. Him. Oh no. No. Here, no, here's why. No, no, no. Here's why. Just listen to me. Listen to me. Here's why. I wanted him to be on it because I wanted him to witness the destruction that took place, get pissed off about it, and form a team to then like become a bad guy, to actually become uh, the, maker. the maker. Yeah, from the ultimate. I wanted him to be a I wanted him to be bad, Reed Richards. And I wanted him to become the maker and like him be a villain down the road. That's what I was wanting. Yeah, maybe. I, I'd have to see him. I don't know. I find that guy, was it Miles Teller, I believe is his name. Uh, he, I don't know. I don't like him as an actor, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, it's fine if he's a, like, if he's the maker, because I do want to see evil Reed Richards basically as a villain for one of the stories that they do. Yeah, I think that would be super awesome. And I, I think he could pull off a good bad guy so that's why I was kind of pulling for that and that, you know, it addresses him already being a read and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to necessarily watch that Fantastic Four and because I I haven't even made it through that fan. Like, y'all know who I am. I love a bunch of stuff that no, nobody else like and I <laughs> I haven't even made it through that movie. It's it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, what are y'all thinking? Uh, y'all excited for it coming out? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. Planning on going to see it this weekend. Yeah, I'm I like I'm way more excited about this than I ever was with Spider Man. Yeah, I was excited for Spider Man because of the trailers and stuff, but the movie kind of let me down a little bit. Like it felt like nostalgia bait, and this movie has a little bit of that, like bringing in like things from like the past. So I'm hoping it doesn't like rely on that a lot, but. Agreed. Yeah, I'm I'm excited mainly because I want to know like I want to know what's going on with the multiverse. Like, is Kang yeah. gonna be involved in it in any way? Like, anyway, I'm I'm just excited for it. I'm too. I still have not heard anything about Loki showing up because I know that was a rumor for a while. Or Sylvie, or uh, what's his name, Owen Wilson's character. Oh yeah, I don't forgot. Lightning McQueen. Anyways, I, not that one. <laughs> another one. Another Disney. Another <laughs> Disney character. <laughs> so I've not heard Kang. I've heard some interesting stuff as far as end scene credits that I think I've shared already once before. 
So, oh, uh, sorry, real quick. Quantum Mania got bumped up to next year, I believe, 2023. Really? Yeah. So something may be going down with um, the multiverse stuff. Huh. When was that originally supposed to be coming out? I believe 2024. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I meant to send that to you. We're y'all. still supposed to be getting Black Panther this year, too, aren't we? Towards the end of the year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm glad we're all excited about that. Let's, uh, how, <laughs> how whelmed are you about Moon Knight episode five? Uh, I'll go, I guess, uh, I, I'm whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Hesitantly whelmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was an overall kind of like interesting episode, but we're still way off the rails of where I was hoping this whole series would go. So, Richard, what say you? I'm my meter last episode dipped into the underly whelmed. This episode, it brought it back up to whelmed, but by like a hair. <laughs> so, yeah. it is by far, as Jeremy said, it is the most interesting episode we've had so far. But I'm so, like, kind of tired of the series <laughs> that I'm just kind of like, <laughs> let's get to the ending already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Michael? I'm cautiously overwhelmed. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I was so excited, like, watching this. Like, I think this was everything that I wanted this to be. Yeah. And getting an origin story and things like that now. I know that, you know, we talked here a few episodes ago. We we're like, how many episodes can we go without a Moon Knight costume? So oh, we've, yeah. we've gone two full episodes without any kind of Moon Knight costume, really. Yeah. Trust me. I I, I know. <laughs> like, I've, just, <laughs> I've just been like, oh, my God, can we please like do something here? But anyway. So quick synopsis real quick of the episode. Basically, for Mark and Steven to be granted passage into the, what was it called? Something reads? The Field of Field Reeds. Reeds. That's, yes. Very original. The Field of Reeds. Their hearts had to be balanced on the judgment scales. And this is kind of where we get an origin story, basically, of Moon Knight. And then the outcome of that. So, what uh, what's y'all's biggest takeaways from this? What's, what would y'all like? What y'all dislike? So, I, I know mine aren't as detailed as Richard's uh, usually. So, that's the reason why I was just going to go. <laughs> Go with mine. Um, with mine, I, I really, I thought they did a, a good job with the the origin and also like explaining the history, like of how Mark and Stephen came to be, type thing. Because you know it was still going into it uh, within the first, I don't know, ten minutes or so, whatever. My wife was asking me as far as who Steven is or who Mark is and that kind of thing and how they came about and you know, what happened with Mark a little bit. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens in this episode. And then, you know, we can, I can try and fill in a little bit if, if need be, but it actually did, like I said, a a pretty decent job to me, in my opinion of kind of his, his backstory, his origin story, which I think if we had had like in the second or third episode, would have been like really great, <laughs> but it's, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I thought it was really well done and I, I def, definitely Oscar Isaac did a great job during it too. Like kind of 
with having to act like I'm sure when, you know, with just a person, random person beside you, but then, you know, having to do all the editing and that kind of stuff. Like he, he did a, a fantastic job, at least in my opinion mm-hmm. of, of the whole acting there. So, but overall, I, like I said, I was, I thought it was a good episode. And, and the kid that played him too, as a child, like, yeah. Oh yeah. To watch him turn it like that yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and his, the, the boy's accent and stuff. Yeah. Like, that was, he actually pulled awesome. off the accent like really well. I was like, I, I, as soon as he was doing it, I was like, Oh, is he about to do a British accent? And sure <laughs> enough, there was like, that's way better than I could do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My biggest beef with this episode and specifically he turns to Steven after, you know, when his mother's coming in his room. And I, I guess Mark assumed that he knew he was getting ready to get beat. And the biggest thing was, is that Mark said, you were never supposed to see that. Like, you were never supposed to see that side of your mother. Because you've never heard Steven say anything bad about his mom. However, it looked to me, and I could be wrong, and I just took it wrong. So I need y'all's help with this. But it looked to me like he changed to Steven so that Mark didn't have to endure the beating. Yes. Yeah, he did. That's what I thought, too. So I don't understand. Like, how was Steven not supposed to ever see that when Steven was the one getting the shit beat out of him? Yeah, yeah I don't know if it was And even every... like you could even in that one little scene, like you, he even mimicked the line there of the little right. kid saying. So he remembered his that. creation. But yeah. But then like that's whenever she came in and you saw her get the belt. And he was just he was just in there, but I don't know I don't know how, how that how he different how he kept that part out of his memory or whatever. Richard, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was just gonna say that uh, he was created. Uh, where's the hang on? Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> Too many damn notes. Oh yeah, here it is. The scene where it gets revealed that Stephen is an identity that Mark created to protect him from danger. The poster of that whatever, Tomb Hunters, it says, uh, when danger is near, Stephen Grant has no fear. So it it clearly seems like he was created to help Mark deal with, like, the horrible things that his mom did. But yeah, like, when he says you weren't supposed to see that, I don't know, maybe he tried to erase those memories from Stephen or something. I don't know. Something's not getting explained properly here. And apparently this Stephen Grant didn't get that memo of not being afraid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. This Stephen Grant seems a lot different than the one that's in the te- the movie mm-hmm. that they keep watching and referencing yeah. and stuff like that. And like Stephen himself even sits there and says, mom wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or mom, you know what I mean? And it's like nothing. That's what I was telling my wife because she actually liked this episode a lot more as well. But I was telling her, I said, something's not being explained right. It, it just seems like it's totally falling apart where it comes to the writing of yeah. this. It also confirms that when Stephen was talking with his mom, his mom is dead and Stephen's just talking <laughs> to nobody <laughs> when he's on the phone. Well, that's what he was like. I just talked to her a few days ago. I'm like, no, no you didn't. You talked to a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, apparently it's not even a voicemail. It's just a dial tone. Like, as far as like, the phone when he sits there and Arthur Harrow calls. Yeah. Which that's a whole nother mind fuck there that yeah. I'm I'm still don't have wrapped together yeah. of is is that is that in his I assume that's in his mind as well. It's like another sector I th- of his mind. I'm thinking that is gonna get explained next episode. 
because there's there's a lot of theories going around. Real quick, I just want to, because you touched on it and I never get a chance to mention it. <laughs> My biggest issue, not issue, but two things. I thought the balancing of the scales, they were going to have to need to like unlock Jake Lockley to balance the scales. Like they needed a third heart. Also, the part, that, since we're mentioning that, the parts where it cuts to him in Harrow's office and he's talking with people, that 100%, the one that has the broken nose and the bloodied bandage <laughs> that's Jake Lockley because it's definitely him like I don't know if it's him at the very beginning when he's talking with him but it's definitely Jake when he leans in and he says hey thanks doc you know I feel great I mean you know they must pay you a lot here in this place and he grabs that like glass pyramid to like stab him mm-hmm. that 100% Jake because that's like that Brooklyn Bronx accent I agree with you. I, I I got the same kind of Jake vibes when it, just the way he just was talking. I noticed it was different than Mark, and it definitely wasn't Steven. So yeah. But then we go from that to he doesn't have a jacked up nose. Yeah. And so there's inconsistency there. And then he mentions something about being drugged and Harrow, which I mean you can't believe Harrow anyways. But Harrow's like I don't do that. And so it's like you most certainly do. We just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm with you. I don't understand it either. I'm hoping it gets explained next episode because that was the one thing that didn't make sense. The weird like cuts to Harrow's office and it did it with both technically if that is Jake, which I think it is. It did it with Stephen, Mark, and Jake. Not necessarily in those orders, right? but it did with all three of the personalities. So there's something going on there that I'm hoping gets explained next episode. (laughs) Well, and the other thing it makes me think that it's in his mind is because, I mean, didn't, um, I can't even begin to pronounce her name, but the hippo goddess. Oh, Tawaret. Yes. Did she not confirm that he was like dying yes. or dead? That's what she said. Yeah, that's one of my notes here. It says Tawaret confirms that he is in fact dead and he's in the Duat, which is the Egyptian underworld. Yeah. So that mental excuse is straight up of mindfuck. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know this, but the actress that plays Tuaret also plays a pregnant woman on the bus when Stephen takes the bus to the um to the museum. Okay. It's one of those you just you won't notice her because she looks like an extra or something. But she's a pregnant lady. Yeah. The reason I say that is because there's a lot of theories going around that. All the stuff that we've seen up until this point has just been some crazy mind-bending, it's all been in his head sort of thing because Uh. the little girl also mentions about, uh, she asked Stephen if it hurt to be rejected from the field of reeds and Stephen gets rejected from the field of reeds in this episode. People are theorizing maybe the little girl is Amit because she shoves trash into that pyramid because she hates those gods that are in those pyramids. So there's there's something else oh, going on here. Wow. That's crazy. Like, okay, so let, let me ask you this real quick. Let me ask y'all both this real quick. If the next episode we get, which is the last episode, if I'm not mistaken, if it like pretty much says like this is this whole series was a mind fuck. <laughs> Just straight up. This was not only, you know, us showing you like the mental instability that Mark is and has, but also just completely fucking with you in your mind and they pull it off. Do y'all appreciate this TV show? Yeah, I would. No. 
<laughs> Why not, Jeremy? <laughs> like you made me sit here and bash a whole show, get mad at it, and then you're gonna sit here and tell me like, hey, "Gotcha!" Like, I mean, <laughs> just, you know what? No, tell everybody, look, don't watch that. Just go watch the last episode, and you're done. <laughs> I would like it. I think it would be interesting. No. If there is a big payoff on this last episode, like that would be the, like if the whole thing turned out to be a complete, just, you had no idea. Like you said, you're trashing it the whole time. You think it's garbage. You think, where's this writer's garbage, everything else. And then the last episode is just like an epiphany of just every, it's like, oh my God, it all makes sense now. Just one episode makes five other ones completely make sense. Oh my God, I'd be praising this thing. Yeah, like same. Yeah, I I would honestly. I mean, that's what like I mentioned in last week's episode, the with Legion. Like that's kind of what Legion does. By like the last episode, the whole season kind of makes sense. And yeah, Jeremy, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you man, like this is like it goes it goes back to the whole Inception movie. Like it was a great movie, and then at the end, you don't know what the heck happened. And this would be the same thing, like. Went through all this and getting all worked up about it, and then you just tell me that nope, it was all just a joke, and we're we're fixing it right here. I'm like, <laughs> you guys suck. Like, <laughs> well, I think Inception is left ambiguous. It, it's left for the audience to decide whether it that was a dream or he did in fact like get to go see his kids. Wasn't well, that kind of the whole? the whole thing with Moon Knight too is like you're trying to figure out if it's a dream or if it's in his head or if it's real or if it's just you know some comic book guy out there just like ah, I'm don't, I don't know I'm just going to write this and then see where people take it no I want to see a sarcastic god and a guy dressed up in some weirdo garbs go kick some ass yeah oh, I like the I like the I don't know it makes you think about that episode or that season. But like I said, if we get a second season, which it really, really feels like we're going to, I'm waiting for them to end the series and then announce that, hey, surprise, Moon Knight's getting a second season. Yeah. Like kind of how they did with Loki. That's what I was going to ask. No, I will say, like, is if they, at this last episode, kind of wrap things up and actually make it all make sense, then maybe, but like not in the same, not in the thing of like, oh, that was just in his head and that didn't really happen or something like that. Like, if it actually connects dots and things like that, then, okay, yeah, I, I could, that's fine. But I just don't want it to be like, no, that may have may or may not have happened in real life kind of thing. I don't think we're going down a whole the first four episodes weren't real path. I could be wrong. I feel like the first, like most of the first four were real. Yeah. I do question Steven and what he's kind of been doing and stuff like that. But with with him, with them being dead and it's being confirmed that he, he's dead and we start seeing the souls drop that are not being judged properly. Yeah, that's what Harrow's doing. Right. That, I feel like that kind of confirms that Harrow is the bad guy. He is releasing stuff. He is judging people and it's a problem and all that jazz. So, yeah. But the little girl thing, that's, I never even thought about that. That is super interesting. I want to go rewatch that now Mm -hmm. just to see what she actually was said. I think also, uh, well, anyway, uh, 
I'm going to burn through my notes real quick just because I, we're kind of like closing on our time. But I like that Tawaret mentions the ancestral plane from Black Panther. Yes. Yeah, she, she says this is an afterlife, not the afterlife. And that you'd be surprised about how many intersectional planes of untethered consciousness exists. And then, yeah, she mentions the ancestral plane from Black Panther. It's that purple place where Tatala goes and speaks with his, like, father or other ancestors. Didn't she say it was beautiful or something like that? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Which, I didn't know this, but but while looking up things today, apparently Bast and one of the other panther gods, they were, in comic, like, canon, they were Egyptian gods first, but they were, like, losing, essentially, like, followers, powers, and stuff. So they left, like, the Egyptian pantheon and became Wakandan gods. Oh, cool. Hmm. Also, to where it seems like she's just really fucking bad at her job. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> she's, like, fumbling through her scrolls. Yeah. Also, later when she reaches in to take the hearts from Mark and Steven, she's like, oh, that worked. I'm, I'm so glad. I thought it would blow a hole in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> seems like she's just new on the job. Yeah. Yeah, but how new do you have to be? She's like thousands of years old. <laughs> oh, no, I was about to say after like 3,000 years or something. Uh, we also see a QR code this episode. I haven't seen one in the last two episodes. We see one this episode. Uh, in case y'all missed it, it's right when, at the very beginning, when they start looking in doors at like memories, there's one memory that doesn't get explained until later in the episode, but it shows Steven slash Mark standing outside of his parents' home, like, drinking from a flask. Yeah. And Mark's telling Stephen, like, you don't need to look in there. Well, you know, we don't... We, that didn't matter. Yeah. But if you see on the side of the... On the wall by the door frame, there's a QR code. Hmm. I thought that was going to be Jake. Yeah, I did too. Let's just put the taxi in the background too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I really thought that was going to be our first introduction to Jake. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. Like, is Jake going to be, like, at all in this series? That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. Well, I think that we sat there and we said that, like, uh, we, we wouldn't be surprised if he showed up the very end. That the This series would be just the two of them, Stephen and Mark, mm-hmm. to not really confuse and fuck everybody over. And that he would be, like, at the very end of the last one. Mm. So I think that was, I think that was one of y'all that was saying something like that as well. So, yeah, I had, there was leaks from like people who were watching the episodes and they said it was episode five that we got our first taste of Jake, which may be referring to that scene when he's picking up the pyramid to like stab Arthur Harrow. Yeah. But um, that got quickly taken down. So I assumed it was real, but I thought we'd see more of him. Uh, so Mark had a really fucked up childhood. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like a really fucked up childhood. I like that they play homage to his, or not play, they pay homage to his uh, Jewish, like, heritage. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We see, you know, he's got a yarmulke during his mother's death. They're doing the the sh- shiva, the, like, sitting to, like, pay respects. Anyway. Also, we get uh, Mark's younger brother, Randall Spector, who is a character in the comics who is really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I'm curious to know, is he going to show, if we get a second season or some other Moon Knight-esque thing in the future, is he going to show up for that? Surely to God. Like, surely that was planted there for a reason. Yeah. Because 
I think if in the story, it was like a shock that we finally found out that Mark had a brother mm-hmm. in the Moon Knight story. So it would be another shock to, you know, for him to come back from the dead. So yeah, like if I see that book out and about, I'm going to, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab <laughs> what I can't remember what his name was, what he turned into, but oh, I'm yeah. going to grab that book as well. Like, yeah. Um, well, I like that. Conchu, when we get the origin of Moon Knight, Conchu actually says Moon Knight. Like, when I'm watching it, I started making, like, air horns. He's like, rise, my Moon Knight. I was like, he said the name. (laughs) (laughs) I like that uh, Stephen calls Harrow, like, the Dr. Harrow. He calls him Ned Flanders. (laughs) I I thought that was fucking hilarious. It seems like what, remember in like episode two, I believe, uh, Mark had mentioned to Steven about like, you know, we used to keep ourselves separate, but something broke down that wall. It looks like it was the death of their mother that broke down that wall that confirmed it in this episode. Also, back to the like, you know, when danger is near, Stephen Grant has no fear. And uh, Mark mentioning that he created Stephen to like protect him from danger. It looks like he fulfilled that destiny. I feel like that was foreshadowing this episode because at the end, Stephen Grant yeah. like shoves the the like sand oh, yeah. people off and then saves Mark. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So is I mean, does that mean that like Stephen is no more? Or maybe now like what we had said before, where maybe he'll recreate Stephen but do the actual from the comics, Stephen. Oh, that would be I hadn't even thought about that. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I don't know, Jeremy. I Like, the whole one, it doesn't make sense. Like, he's a split personality, so he shouldn't have a quote-unquote soul. Like, it still should just be yeah. Mark's soul. Right. But, yeah, I that would be really cool if this Steven that we know doesn't ever come back and then we get a second season and he creates a new Steven that's, like, not British and is more like the comic book Steven. Yeah. Well, I almost wonder if that's why he turned to sand. Because, you know, those creatures, like, the people were coming out, and they were made of sand. Yeah. Well, she said that, Tawaret said that, you know, if you don't pass, you'll be consumed by the sands of the Duat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I just pictured it differently. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my, my, my thought is, is that it would have been different if Mark went over instead of Steven if that makes any kind of sense at all. Mm. Because Mark is the original recipe. Yeah. Like, Mark created Steven. Mark created... So you almost wonder Jake. if, like, Steven would have just disappeared, too, if Mark had gone over? Right. Right. But that could also be, like, old-school uh, time travel thinking as well, and that's not how the MCU does things. So... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that one's a pretty deep question there. Um, also, with the origin of Moon Knight, we get a mention of Bushman. We see Layla's dad wearing the Scarlet Scarab scarf. Yep. Conchu mentions the same thing about, like, what Harrow was mentioning about how, like, your mind is fractured and broken, and that's kind of, like, why he picked him or was able to, I guess, like, reach out and talk to him. thought that was really interesting and cool. Uh Mark's laters gators, apparently, you know, like Steven says it to his mom when he's yeah. on the phone in a previous, but Mark says it. It's so much more heartbreaking now knowing that that's what he used to say to his mom and the stuff that eventually happens with his mom. It's very heartbreaking. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that whole thing was just I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that at all to be his part of his origin story, really. And honestly, it's still it's just hard for me to make sense of it because Mark is a mercenary, like puts himself on the line, is in danger. All I mean, got shot to the point of almost dying. It wasn't Steven that was doing all that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say that it put it, ma- it explains more of why Steven is in a museum working. He's not an entrepreneur. He's not you know, any of those, he's, he's vastly knowledgeable in Egyptian pantheon and stuff like that. And history, it seems like I'm very much a, a you know, a nerd, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that kind of explains more of that. Also, I like, I wonder whenever you're talking about that, like I really wonder how much Stephen was brought out during his more adult life. I mean, it just seemed like the majority of it, would have been in his childhood growing up. And then obviously, you know, there, whenever his, his mom passed away, I just, I wonder how, like, if it's really just related to what goes on with his mom. I mean, was that really only the time that Steven comes out? Either she's mentioned or thought about or discussed kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it could be the fact that, you know, we were talking about earlier on, he was like, there's something happened to where, you know, yeah, we're kind of both doing stuff now. And I, that apparently was it, that something was his mom passing. So I wonder if Steven pretty much just took over at that point in time. Yeah. And it was pretty much just the Steven show because of him having heartache yeah. towards losing his mom. Yeah, and they, they said it was only like a few months before that, this episode that she passed away, mm-hmm. which they're they're clearly in New York. How did Stephen? Because you hear Stephen when he's talking <laughs> on the phone with his mom, he's like, "I don't know where I am right now." It looks like and he mentions a place. I can't remember what he says, but then he says like, "Oh, it looks like they're driving on the wrong side of the road." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "I need to know more." Like, did he? What did he think when he like? Did he think he slept walk and got on a plane from like England to New York? <laughs> I mean, it was the same thing when he. Fell when he was on the outside of that castle with his jaw dislocated. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's sort of like, <laughs> it, to me, it makes more sense that he could travel to the Alps than like get on a plane. Like, you know what I mean? Where you got to hand like a boarding pass <laughs> and yeah. you take off your shoes and your belt and things like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So is that, is that your, your list of complaints? Yes. And, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't feel like there was a whole lot of meat with this one. I, I, I take that back. It seemed like there was a lot of meat, but it was very like simple, straightforward. I feel like that's what yeah. kind of the rest of the season or series we were looking for mm-hmm. yeah. it was very simple, straightforward. And so what 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 are we hoping with the last episode? Like, what, what are we hoping we see? What are we hoping we get? I think, truthfully, I know one thing we're definitely going to get is while Mark is in the field of reeds, I guarantee to you he's going to see Layla's father so that he can like pass on a message to Layla when he gets back to the real world. Yeah. But as far as that goes, I don't know. I like somehow he's going to, I guess, get back because I think this one, the last episode is going to be all action. So he's going to get back. He's going to get Conchu. He's going to get the Moon Knight suit. He's going to go fight Harrow and possibly Amit. Yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree there. He's got to have something that's kind of, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's going to be very, 
it's one of those I don't know how the heck they're going to wrap all this up and actually make it make sense. Like I almost be like, is this like going to be a freaking like hour and a half long episode on on the last one here? I mean, <laughs> I just seems like it needs to be like a whole separate movie almost. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I agree with Richard. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of a lot of action with it and figuring out how to get all that done. And I'll be interested to see if we actually get to see m- much of Jake in that episode. It doesn't seem like we we would, mm-hmm. but maybe he's used to get help break Conchu out. I don't know. But it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Some people have been theorizing that Jake will maybe be like a stinger at the end of the credits, which I will be pissed off if that's, if that happens. But... Yeah. That could be a possibility. I, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I know you were saying it, Richard, about the, you know, it, at the end it said, you know, Loki season two coming soon mm-hmm. or something like that. I know you've been very much saying that we need to have a second season of this. Uh, Jeremy, are you are you hoping to see the same thing at the end of this? What do you mean? As far as there being a Jake or like which part at the end? Season two. Season two. I, again, it really all depends on how this last episode goes. <laughs> I mean, right now, I think I probably, I think I agree with Richard. It would need a season two, but I'm not going to be just running out to see the first episode whenever it comes out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I will to be able to do the podcast about it, but yes, you will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to, but <laughs> I'm not going to be like, ooh, yay! It's not going to be a Brie Larson moment for me, so. Not many of them are for you, Jeremy. <laughs> <No. laughs> oh, but I mean, it, it, now if it if they did bring out Mephisto in this last episode, oh, good that could... <laughs> <laughs> I I want like for the second season, I really want them to do the run that we read and maybe do it better. But the uh, with the uh, agent yeah. or patient eighty seven or something like that, I think that would be kind of cool yeah. to do for the second season. I do like how they're kind of bringing it back to Arthur Hera being a doctor. Mm-hmm. I, I meant to mention that earlier and I forgot. I do like that. I think it's pretty cool. So, anyways, we got anything else? That, well, did you give what, you're, what you think is going to or anything? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I've not honestly put thought into it. Like, <laughs> I think it's just going to be the run of the mill, Disney. Uh, I think this episode, I'll, I could see this one being maybe a 45, like a full-blown 45 minute or an hour long. Because I want to say the last of WandaVision was a little longer than normal. So I could see this one doing that. Uh, I, I I think he's going to create another Steven. It'll either be the same Steven we know and love, or it will be a new entrepreneurial Steven or whatever that he just kind of names him Steven Grant just for memory's sake. I don't think we'll see Jake. I think it will be a stinger. They've gone this long. I don't know why we'd bring him out now, really. And yeah, I mean, Moon Knight's going to come back. And I, I almost wonder if this was a whole plot Conchu had along to try and get Layla to be the moon, new Moon Knight. Mm. And maybe that's the big twist is that Layla becomes New Knight at the end of it. Uh, I think that would piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Not because it's a woman being Moon Knight, but just because everybody wants to see Mark Spector as Moon yeah. Knight. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it would be. Like, yeah, forget all the, like, it's not being, like, misogynistic or sexist. It'd be like if they made Peter Parker, like, they did a, a, a series with Peter Parker, and then at the end of it, Mary Jane becomes Spider-Man. You'd be like, what? Right. Which, now saying it, I could totally see Sony doing something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, you want to see that character come to life and have yeah. their time in the spotlight. Eventually, you know, the mantle can get moved to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you want to see that character for what they what you've read them as. Mm-hmm. So My wife did say, like, in, in this episode, she's like, well, I guess, uh, guess Layla's going to be Moon Knight now. And I'm like, oh, I hope not. <laughs> hope that's not the route that they're going. I'm just saying, it was said for a reason. Yeah. And... Layla has acts apparently is getting access to the statue or is going to go look for it. So, you know, what if she breaks him out and he's like, okay, you're it. Let's go. Suit up. Uh, yeah. Weird. It'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy, where can they find you at? Oh, uh, well, they can find me every now and then on Twitch streaming a little bit of whatever. Uh, I'm going to probably this week be getting into doing the Guardians of Galaxy, streaming that some. So yeah, you can find me on there as uh, Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. Yeah, you can find me there and uh, find me here. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. If you want to contact me directly, you can follow me on there. My handle is Night Curry. Night like day and night and curry with a K. You can also contact us on our Instagram. Our Instagram is Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to send us a Gmail, we have a Gmail. And that is Comically Comics Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and whatnot at the handle 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye.